This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Siobhan Moran McFarlane. It's Thursday, the 17th of November. In your Squiz today, calls for calm in Poland, Trump announces his presidential run, more deadly flooding, and Beyonce keeps her crown. This is your Squiz today. Siobhan, investigations are continuing after a missile landed in Poland, killing two people just across the border from Ukraine. Who fired the missile or where it came from hasn't been confirmed, but Jens Stoltenberg, the boss of NATO, which is the military alliance between 30 countries in Europe and North America, says it was likely caused by a Ukrainian air defence missile. Yes, but he also says Russia is still ultimately responsible because it was a direct result of the ongoing war. Polish officials described the missile as Russian-made and concurred with NATO that it happened as Russia launched a new wave of missile strikes across Ukraine. For their part, Russian officials have strongly denied any involvement in the blast. Poland's PM, Mateusz Morawiecki, says they are not expecting any more missiles. And there's been a big response from world leaders who were wrapping up the G20 summit yesterday. They made a declaration condemning Russia's aggression in the strongest terms. US President Joe Biden called for calm, saying it was unlikely the missile was fired from Russia due to its trajectory. And there was also an emergency meeting of the G7 leaders, most of whom were already in Bali who condemned the barbaric missile attacks in Ukraine and offered their full support for Poland's investigation. Yeah, so the G7 is just another different grouping of advanced democracies. But Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky spoke out rather more strongly, calling the situation a very significant escalation and says he has no doubt the rocket wasn't Ukrainian. Our PM, Anthony Albanese, used his G20 platform to criticise the Russian government's reckless and dangerous use of force, those were his words, which he says could destabilise the whole of Eastern Europe. And initial concerns that this incident could have inflamed tensions in the Ukraine war have eased slightly. Polish President Andrzej Duda had been considering calling on Article 4 of NATO's treaty, which basically allows members to call for urgent talks whenever the security of any of them is threatened. But Duda says they may not need to invoke that clause now. This has been long anticipated and now it's official, Siobhan. Donald Trump has filed paperwork to run as a Republican candidate for the 2024 US presidential election. Yes, and he did a lot more than file some paperwork yesterday. (laughs) He gave a very long speech from his Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida, which touched on many topics. But the crux of his pitch this time round is America's comeback starts now. But it might not be straightforward, as Trump was, as you might remember, impeached twice Mm. while president between 2017 and 2021. And he's still currently involved in several criminal investigations linked to his term in office. But his unprecedented third presidential run could lead to another Trump v. Biden showdown in 2024. And he'll also have to be nominated by Republicans to lead them in the election. 
and he might face some competition for that candidate spot from his former ally, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. And as for the Democrats, what President Joe Biden said spoke volumes. When asked if he wanted to comment, he said, no, not really. Siobhan, another person has lost their life in the floods in New South Wales' Central West. The body of who is believed to be a missing 60-year-old woman was found in floodwaters yesterday at Ugaura. Yes, and authorities are also concerned for the well-being of a missing 85-year-old resident, so that search is continuing. In nearby Forbes, floodwaters are expected to peak today at 10.8 metres, which would be the highest level in 70 years. And residents of Hay in the western Riverina region are also bracing for floods after nearby villages were cut off yesterday. Many Aussies who've driven to Adelaide will know the Hay Plains are famously flat and they've now been likened to a sea. Yeah, there are more than a dozen flood and evacuation warnings in place across New South Wales right now. And elsewhere, a cold snap has hit Tassie. There's snow falling there. And the ACT and Sydney have also been hit by hailstorms. And all of this comes just two weeks before summer starts. Food delivery company Deliveroo says it's leaving Australia immediately, Siobhan. It comes after the UK-based firm entered voluntary administration yesterday. Yeah, so Deliveroo has operated here since 2015 and they had a year's head start on the current market leader Uber Eats. But since then, it's fallen into fourth place in a crowded market that also includes Menulog and DoorDash. Deliveroo says it made the difficult decision after concluding that improving its place in the market would require what they say is a disproportionate level of investment and one that would have highly uncertain returns. And despite their hasty retreat, Deliveroo says its 15,000 local delivery riders and some of its restaurant partners will be given compensation pay. The nominations for the 2023 Grammys are in Siobhan and Beyonce's had a field day. She's received nine nominations. Her song Break My Soul is up for both song and record of the year. Yeah, they don't call her Queen Bee for nothing. And now her (laughs) hubby might have to bow down to her as well, as this takes her total lifetime nominations to 88. And that ties her with Jay-Z as the most nominated artist ever. Kendrick Lamar is also riding high with eight nominations, but not everyone was happy, though. Nicki Minaj, who won big at the MTV EMAs earlier this week, was snubbed entirely after she protested against her hit Super Freaky Girl being moved from the rap to the pop categories. And people might be wondering where Taylor Swift gets a mention in all of this. Her latest album, Midnight's, was released too late to be considered for the 2023 Grammys, but she did secure a nomination for her song All Too Well, which came out late last year. Siobhan, we've been talking about the delays on this one all week, (laughs) but NASA has finally gotten liftoff for its latest moon mission. Yes, finally. The (laughs) Artemis 1 has been delayed more than once, so I was very relieved to see it finally go ahead. (laughs) As you say, I was a bit sceptical, but it's happened. And uh, I like the words of the NASA controller as it took off, who said, we rise together back to the moon 
and beyond, which is quite sweet. Um, it's off on its 25-day uncrewed mission to the moon, and it's the most powerful rocket ever assembled, and it's designed to test some new systems for deep space exploration. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah, and it's hoped that those new systems will eventually take humans to Mars. So I, for one, am very happy that they're taking their sweet time on testing it all out thoroughly, <laughs> even if it means all these delays. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know about you, but there's a few people I'd like to nominate for that trip to Mars, but I won't name any names. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> and that wraps us up for today. Thank you for listening. We'll be back in your ears tomorrow.